Hello, adventure! There's nothing more that brings me joy than a brand new episode of my favorite podcast. But I always do need a refresher, so let's find out what happened last time on The Incredible Party! Reconnecting with past acquaintances, the party has stumbled upon the last piece of armor they need. In the possession of Clash Bone Collector, the leader of a small band of guerrilla fighters doing all they can to stop the spread of the Nyogi. The party has convinced him to aid Samuel Coltus in assembling the armor of Kalar. And now the harrowing adventure continues. The camp for Clash's people is, I mean, it looks nothing like what the Paladins have set up. Now, keep in mind, of course, you're still, you know, this fog has, has set in, but they've essentially, you've been walking uh, in a north, northerly direction, uh, kind of a long, again, if you could see it, <laughs> you would be, you would see the frozen lake that Mia had kind of spied from, from the long rest when you were higher up on, on the other side of the peak from the abandoned settlement. Uh, from what you can see, uh, this this kind of a, a bit of a break in the fog. You have a bit more visibility here as you as you have come come into this camp, but nothing like what the paladins have set up. Uh, where the paladins like they've they've sprawled out right, and they've attempted to to fortify. But these guerrilla fighters, uh, I vote we called them clashers, just for ease of. Uh, <laughs> He's a he's okay. a nomenclature here, but uh, they're the clash, the the clash, the clash. They've contained themselves in in like a, a a dozen or so smaller encampments, and obviously it's not this sprawling like mile, mile like miles of camp just due to their numbers, uh, significantly less than the paladins, but established among the the this kind of slender saplings near the shore of this this frozen lake. They're about 50 or 60 feet away from each other, uh, but still very distinct. Doesn't seem like anybody, like nobody has a fire. You see no signs of any smoke or, 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 or campfire or anything like that. And the individual bedrolls, they've, they've either been dug into the snow or ha have been crafted from like a, a material where they're able to be camouflaged against like the, the stark white snow that kind of coats the, the entirety of the mountains as high up. Obviously hidden, hidden incredibly well, uh, well enough that you would miss them if the clashers didn't seem to be in the, this, uh, like a packing up modes. Very clearly, people are disassembling the the camp right now, getting ready to, to move out. And Clash kind of remarks, "It's rare for us to be together like this. It's it's been too long as it is. Smaller groups, we can move more quickly." And could disappear just as easily once once we've inflicted the damage that we need to do. That is smart. Each group has their own orders, uh, their own place to be. Com you can accompany mine to Samuel Coltis. And how many are you? No more than a hundred. Your individual group? Together. Wow. How, how many Niyogi are there? In your estimation. Difficult to, to count. Uh, everyone we see, we kill. Have you found any place where the eggs spawn? Yeah, is there like a hatchery we can take out? There have been groups entering some of the tunnels. Not far in, uh, 
resources they gather. Uh, for all us they've taken, we freed many orcs this way. We have not ventured too deep, though. Yeah, those those eggs burn. We know that, right, Falzrent? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, I would highly recommend fire if, if you have access to it and are looking to get rid of a bunch of eggs. Stomping underfoot works just as well. I'm sure it does. When you got big feet. I look down <laughs> at my feet. Clash kind of looks around, bellowing. Lusky! Lusky, where are you? And kind of emerging from uh, one of the one of the uh, groups packing up. There, there does seem to actually to be kind of the only actual structure uh, amongst this little little camp here. It's not even I, I want to say tent, but like that's not even that's doing the word tent a disservice. It's more like a, it's more like a tarp that's that's strung or the equivalent of a tarp that's strung amongst the the trees to just create this low, very low lying canopy. And it looks like it's still coated in snow, so as if like it's been purposefully recovered in snow to, to again to, to maintain some type of, of camouflage. Beneath that, uh, from this direction that this person that Clash is bellowing out for, there's you know a number of uh, orcs. Uh, many of them look to be in kind of in rough shape. Uh, the majority of them seem to be like unconscious, whether it's it's sleeping or, or recovering, alive though. And, this isn't like a it's not where they're they're putting the dead bodies or anything uh but many of them uh like a few of them look like some of the orcs when you were at the tower and you were defending it originally before the majority of the forces arrived and you witnessed some of some of the orcs were they looked like old and and and, and kind of roughshod and, and were, were in rags many of them here are also like akin to that some of them look a little younger and a little more, more like vibrant and like virile kind of thing. But clearly, many, all of them are, are wounded. But this this person approaches. Uh, two people approach actually. Uh, a human woman. Uh, she has this jet black hair, eyes uh, kind of this, a dark, dark deep brown that nearly, nearly match the color of her hair. She's dressed in full splint armor, round shield on her back, and uh, a mace in one hand. And a holy symbol hangs around her neck. It's this medallion. It's sporting uh, like a, a sun with eight points that you know they kind of serve as like would be the offshooting like rays of a sun, overlaid with uh, with like an X, and then over top of that is a cross, more like though uh, like a plus sign though rather than a cross. As the lengths of it are, are even. I don't know if that's difficult to picture that brief description but right in the middle of that right in the middle of that little cross that little t-shape is a, a small pink gem sitting like uh, embedded in it in addition uh, a, a a towering figure next to her in full plate uh which includes a helm that the the it's this full face shield molded to resemble a the screaming face of an orc uh, other than other than that, though, you like you can't you can't tell what what race they are, because again, all features completely covered by this. Like she, they look like a walking tank. Clash motions to uh, to the the human. This is Luxi Ilmash. She tends to our wounded. And to the figure, Ulfa Bloodsworn. Talented, very talented fighter. Luxi, 
What of the injured? The people, I've, I've done what I can for them. The, they seem to be doing okay. But you know, when many of them, they've been under the control of the Nilgi for far too long. It's as if they've forgotten how to exist outside of it. They seem mostly non-responsive. They, they will eat. They will take sustenance when, when, when given. But I don't think they're going to be worth a fight. That, that's very interesting. Uh, I, I, I'm Falzern, by the way. Uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. Do, do these people, do they respond to their name? Are, are they able to speak at all? Well, those that are unresponsive, we we don't know their names. There's no one to, to tell it to us. They do not speak themselves. Physical stimuli, limited responses to. When when asked to, to, to stand up and, and move somewhere, they, they, they seem to do so without any resistance. But I, I don't know what else to do for them. Would Falzrin have come across um, uh, magic in the past that that could control somebody and leave them in that sort of state, or is, would this be new to him? Uh, you can make me an Arcana check. I would like to make some sort of like religion check, probably, to see if I like what I know about, or would I just know about this uh, symbol? Yeah, you can make me a religion, absolutely. An adjusted twenty for Arcana check. I rolled a 10 for religion. Okay, well, with so Mia, with your religion check of 10, you do recognize this symbol. Uh, it does seem that Lushki is a follower of a monitor. So the, uh, what you can recall uh, in your studies, I mean, you've mentioned many times yourself that you were more focused on the, the combat side of, of uh, your upbringing. So what you recall uh, kind of uh, vagaries, essentially, about this, this god, but you do recall that they are... A deity of of the sun and order. That's about all that you can recall. Falzern, with your arcana check, you definitely know that the Niyogi's ability is not something born from the arcane. So the effects that it may rot, or the long-term effects, which is which when when Lushki, you know, she's speaking of kind of the, the orcs that look clearly aged, right? Uh, and are most likely the ones that have been under the effects of the Neogi for, I mean, years potentially, right? Like, some of them look like they're approaching the end of their orc life at like 70 or 80. Like, it could be decades that the, some of these people have been under this control, right? So you're, you're not entirely familiar with the long-term effects of, of something like this, right? I, I would say that, like, it's, it's by the description... It's very akin to like someone being feeble-minded. They they have some faculties about like they're they're aware of or a loose awareness of their surroundings and can and do react to stimuli like Lushki has, has has said. But there seems to be like there's just something is missing. Like there's nothing there's nothing there. It's just like a, a, a vacant. You know, like like Grimby was, like vacant stare, drool coming up, right? Still had, and Grimby had the capacity when he was feeble-minded to aid uh, those that he was familiar with, right? And he could still perform some limited functions. That seems very similar to what Lushki is, is describing here. 
So it sounds like I Falzern wouldn't think that there's some sort of residual magic or arcane effect that could be potentially like dispelled or something. It, it's it's something different from spells that he's used to that he might be able to fix, basically. Yes, absolutely. There, there's a very, very slim chance that a like like a dispel magic or something you like you suggest would have any effect at all, or even possibly subjecting them to the anti-magic field from the the decahedron device. You alluded to the fact that they may have been mind controlled for decades. Would I have heard anything about any of this over years of? of of being up in uh, the mountains and being with the orcs that we've heard of any of these mind-controlled type creatures for decades, or what I feel like this mind control is somehow sucking the life from them and aging them in some way. You, so essentially, I mean, the, the, the sta- kind of the standard, almost like a status quo uh, of life in the mountains is that people, people go missing, uh, especially, you know, the, the, this five or six uh, orc tribes uh, in the mountains have always been at war with each other. So there are always, there's always fighting going on in the mountains. People are always going missing, uh, which plenty, plenty of people like orcs that like Hork would have grown up with or had fought against, uh, you know, rumors of, of these people, people going missing, but nothing like you, you've, you've never heard outside of, like when you first learned of them or, or encountered them, like uh, outside of Dracal in that barn, right? Which I believe would have been the the first time that any of you had seen the seen or sorry, Shaft and Falzern specifically, obviously different for for me and Shakara, had seen the Niyogi. Outside of that, like you've never you've never heard tales of like a description or one of these beings being described in your time in the mountains, like growing up and, and spending the time you spent with Horik. Uh, in addition, I'm gonna ask uh, Lushki. So you, you think this uh, mind control is is what's causing them to not be able to respond, and and you think this has happened to them for for years, maybe decades? Many many of them. I mean, look at them. They they look they look malnourished. As as again, I, I've we've given them what they need physically to survive, but uh, I can only imagine having another entity's thoughts pushed into my own head for years and years what what that could do to somebody that would mean the Niyogi have been here for a lot longer than we thought so Mia do you know of any kind of magical ritual or something you can do to maybe clear their minds you know the Brightwoods they're don't they don't they like know all this stuff can Thor do something well, you know, Shaft, I certainly don't necessarily practice all of the arcane arts that someone like Mia does, but my my gut uh, leads me to believe that this this isn't a, a residual magic that is causing this. I think, like Lushki is saying, it's just the buildup, uh, the, the the remnant of just years and years and years of having your mind invaded by another creature. I'm not sure that, that I or Mia or would be able to do anything to fix it. I mean, this. I can do something against their charm, but they're no longer charmed. I mean, so Greater Restoration says, like, one effect that charmed or petrified the target. So 
it's really, unless there's like a cursed magic item somewhere that they're attuned to, that sort of thing, like greater restoration isn't gonna help. So I, I don't, I don't think I can do anything. I'm so mad right now. It's unfortunate. Well, I guess uh, well, we can't do much to help your friends, Clash. I, you know, it's a, it's a long shot, and like I said, I, I, I don't think this is a, a lingering magical effect. I, th- I think it is more of a, a tainting of their mind. But I, I, I could try if there is any magic affecting them. I could use my device shaft that. I don't know. That's yeah, worth a try. I mean, yeah, I, I suppose it won't hurt him, right? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't believe so. What, what is, what is this device? Well, it's, it was, it was something that we found when we were in. Uh, it's, it's, it's a long story. It, it doesn't originally belong to me, but it was being used by the enemy for purposes not totally clear, but it, it essentially casts a, a field that dispels all magic in in its zone of influence. It can be quite useful for, for certain things. I mean, I've tried I've tried everything I can, so if you have something new, and like you say, it will, it will not hurt them, I, I don't see why not. I, I don't think it, it can cause them any harm, and I'm not confident that it will work, but I, I, I think it's worth trying. So Faldron will reach into his bag of holding and pull out the anti-magic uh, sphere thingamajig and walk over to uh, one of the closest um, of these people that's sort of incapacitated or whatever you want to call it. Um, and I will adjust the top to create just a, a cone facing toward them and shine it on them and see if there's any effect. Okay, as this conversation is going on, Ulfa, uh, uh, she she looks fidgety. Uh, they're they're kind of like shifting weight back and forth, uh, and in their hands actually they have like this big like maul with uh, it's like a spiked maul. Clearly the the spikes have been fashioned after it's a it's a aftermarket <laughs> uh, addition to to this this weapon. But she just kind of kind of has it like in both hands, but like at her waist, like down like arms down but they seem yeah they're just shifting their weight uh, almost impatiently Valsner as you open up the anti-magic device that gray light kind of again it kind of battles with with the surrounding fog right and you shine it on on this this group of of recovered orcs and there doesn't seem to be any change uh, as you do so I will I will try to to speak to them uh hello there can you hear me? What, do you understand? Falzer and they are too far gone. We should quit wasting our time and go meet Samuel with these new pieces of the armor. Yes, I, I, I think you're right, Shakara, unfortunately, but I couldn't not, not see if it might work. So Falzerin will sort of um, reluctantly turn off the uh, anti-magic field and put it back into his bag, sort of a little bit let down and disappointed that he wasn't able to help him. It was a good try. Worth a shot. Yeah, no no harm. Well, let's get going. Horik, Clash, you with us? Who's coming? Hey, I'll be right to you whatever time you say. I'll be right to you whatever time you say. 
Yeah, I know, I know you got my back. Mia just walks away slowly, thinking of her family. You know, like, what's happening to their brains? Like, what, what are they going to be like after the charm is dispelled? If it can be, just, like, really bothers her. So we think we have a, a, is it more than a day's journey to where we're supposed to meet up with Samuel from where we are? No, from from where you are, it's uh, it'll be, it's only about six or eight miles. So it's okay. Yeah, that's you, you'll get there there uh, pretty quickly. And again, a lot of that is is like elevated terrain. So it's eight miles, like as the crow flies, right? So it's a little longer just going up and and down some of the peaks, right? But uh, definitely, you can get there within within a day. But uh, again, Olfa just kind of fidgety, right? Hands on on their weapon. Speak, Ulfa. What is it? Ulfa finally, like, exasperated almost. We've seen Warniogi. North. Six. Thirty orcs. Gathering supplies. We'd love to help, but we've, we've got to get down to the paladins. We'll let them know when we get there. What's the plan for these guys with the blue light? I must... Smite them. They must be dealt with. And we must take this armor to a man who will be powerful enough with it to destroy all of the Nyoki. Don't be full. More powerful than Ulf of Bloodsworn? More powerful than anything you could imagine. <laughs> I doubt it. Then you go north. We shall go south. Clash, with or without you, we need that armor. I cannot let... 30 orcs go back into the tunnels without attempting to recover them. Then give us the chest plate. I, I know she's being kind of pushy, but it's brutal honesty. It's it's our only hope. We need it, Clash. I need it. Now. Can you not help me? How far away? I look up at Ulfa. Three miles! That's it! You know, guys, I, I don't... It's not very far away, Perhaps. Do you not see that we can wipe out all of these Nyogi once Samuel gets this armor? They will be nothing to him. If you need a breastplate clash, we can, we can, you can have mine. I wouldn't send you into a fight unarmored. This strength this gives me. I, it's difficult to, to give up. I know, I know, but it's, again, like, like Shikar said, it's for the greater good. It really is. We need it. You will have it. I asked you if you would help me kill Nyogi. You said you would. We did. It's just going to be little fight after little fight. We have to go to the big fight. Little fighting is all we can do. Then let's little fight toward the big fight, right? Let's let's go the right direction. I have to do this. Please, Clash. Mia, he is right. If there are 30 orcs, we can save now. We may not get another chance. Hork, which way? I'm behind you. Hey, I gotta save my king up here north. I don't know what he's saying, but we better get a move on either way. We're gonna head north. Let's go. Thank you. I give you my word. After this, best play is yours, whether or not I'm accompanying you. Yes, the breastplate will be ours. Agreed, let's go. 
little tension in the air. Leshki turns to, to, to Mia. You know, after like a, a moment of silence here as everyone's agreed <laughs> to, to go north. Did you say you're a Brightwood? Are you Mia? Yeah, hi, I'm Mia Brightwood. Nice to meet you. How, how, do I know you? No, but uh, I, I know your family. Oh? I, I spent some time in, in Barrack very recently. Recently? How, how recently? Well, eight or nine months ago. Oh. I haven't been home for about a year, but I hate to break it to you. Uh, <laughs> I think they're under Niyoki control. I don't know about the whole city, but at least my family when I try to to reach out to them with my magic. I'm, I'm very sorry to hear that. They were very, very kind to me. Uh, I even studied with, with them. <laughs> they would be so helpful right now against the Niyogi, and it just seeing the long-term damage that the Niyogi have done to these people really stresses me out, but literally, my life is is to fight these Niyogi right now, to save Aspara. I appreciate everything you've been doing. I mean, I, I, I appreciate you all. Would you, would you care to speak more? I'm just almost finished backing my, my bedroll to, to, and then we can be on our way. Sure. Okay, so she'll kind of lead you to, to this little uh, camp. And uh, essentially Clash and Horik are going to be doing the same thing, right? They're just... Uh, and kind of, again, as this has been going on, like the the rest of the Clashers, like many of them have already departed and kind of just like, disappeared in, in, in the surrounding fog, right? Uh, so that's what Clash and Horik are going to do, uh, like hastily, right? Ulfa will kind of step up to Shakara. What? You're very fiery. There is a lot going on. Tell me, how skilled are you with your weapon? I'll pull it out. And, uh, fuego. And then little dark flames will light up all along it. And I'll just hold it there, staring at her with the, everything that's, like, dimming around me. I'd say I'm pretty good with it. She'll hold up her uh, maul, her spiked maul. And we'll do something something similar, and it doesn't uh, necessarily activate it, but we'll basically light it up, and it begins to glow like with a with a radiant energy. And I mean, Shikara, you you recognize this? Uh, she's cast like holy weapon on her on her her mall. Very impressive. As is yours. Can I ask you of your oath? That is a long story. Swearing an oath is. A long story for all many of us. And what is yours? Mine is the Noth of Conquest. I suppose you could say mine is similar now. It did not start out that way, but it is where I am at the moment. I've finished packing my bedroll. Would you care for a sparring session before we go? See no harm in that. I'll Any bets? Start to circle around her. I, I pull on falls her in sleeves like, oh. We gotta get in on this. Just sort of sit down on one of the, the logs that's there and go, uh, mm. Falzern will, will speak up. Um, I, I suppose I'll, I'll put one gold on Shakara. One gold? Come on. Well, the, the Chaft, I'm not much of a gambling man. What, what's the, what's the terms here? How, how do we know who wins? Well, whoever's first knocked on their ass. First knocked on their ass, huh? 
I look at Ulfa. Is Ulfa considerably bigger than Shakara? She would be now, because Shakara is medium-sized now. It's smaller because of the hex blood. Ulfa stands about 6'7". Oh, wow. <laughs> I think that's taller than Mia. 20 gold on Ulfa. 20 gold, Shaft. My goodness. Yeah, yeah. No offense, Shaft. No, no, no. This is just... I have complete faith in you, but... Mm, sure. Okay, okay, okay. I'll double my bet. Well, it's your money bags. <laughs> so, let me get this straight, Fulgren. If you win, you get 20 gold. If I win, I get two. Yeah, I, I'll agree to those terms. You don't understand how this works. <laughs> well, like I said, I'm not much of a gambler, so... Make it I, ten. I'm not quite sure how this... Ten. You can, ten. You can pull ten out of your ass. Come on. Goodness. All right, Shaft. I look over to Shakara. You've got this, Shakara. I'll just nod back at you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ulfa... That's closed. Ulfa... You know, mall up, still, still shining. Like, Shakara, you kind of begin to, to circle each other. I guess we'll roll an initiative. <laughs> oh, I'm off to a great start. Oh, no. I forgot about the fact that Emily's involved in this. <laughs> I got a three for my initiative. Okay, well, oh, no. Ulfa got a 14. I'm letting her go first. Oh, right. Ulfa, like, charges you, and one hand kind of comes off her mall, and she just puts a... Almost says like like bear hug you and will try to grapple you, so we can do a contested strength here. Ooh, that's not good for Ulfa. Eleven. Eleven for Ulfa. Oh. Oh. So I think that means you you've resisted the 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 grapple. So so she you know both arms kind of try to hug you, <laughs> essentially a combat <laughs> hug. It's a, a tactical strategic combat hug. Shigara, you just hug. like break, you know, put your own arms up and break break her grapple and you can, you're, you're go. Oh, falls right. Oh, that's a classic orc move. You ever try to knock over an orc? Oh, man, they just don't go down easy. I will attack her with my sword for a 20, dirty 20. Uh, that hits, yep. 18 points of damage. Oof. Do I still get my two attacks while we're doing oh, this? Oh, yeah, or? yeah, yeah. That's a 28 to hit for 16 points of damage. Ulfa reels back. <laughs> That's it. I love it. Grabs them and just swings right back at you with her mole. There's more where that came from. It's only a 13 hit for her first attack. How's that 20 gold look in there, Shaft? Oh, just wait. Just wait. So she comes barreling with her glowing weapon, swings once, misses, brings it around like a like a giant like sledgehammer right around up and around her head trying to come down on you and you just easily avoid both of her strikes. It's not always about being the biggest. It's more about being the fastest. And I will bring my sword around for a 19 to hit. That is going to miss. And I'll bring it around again. 29. Yeah. <laughs> and this time the uh, unholy flame will flare. I mean, technically, it's on because I fuegoed it before we started. 24 points of damage. Have you had enough yet? First strike, a miss, and Ulfa kind of, <laughs> fast, eh? And then you catch her clean with the second one, and you kind of, like, the, the 
the flames, the anti-flame of your sword, right? Kind of striking against her body. She kind of stumbles, right? And goes down on one knee. Yield. Slumps. I yield, I yield, I yield. Well fought. What the hell kind of... Falls her and stands up and starts clapping vigorously. Bravo, bravo, Shakara. Holds out his hand to Shaft. into my bag, I take <laughs> ten gold out, and I put it in his hand, I go, see, it's fun, isn't it? I'll go over and help her up. Oh, so, Ulfa, yeah, accepts her hand, Shakara, and you, she kind of gets up to her feet. That was exhilarating. Let me get let me get you a drink. Have a drink with me. And then we best be off. And then we're off. I'll follow her. Uh, I'll take Mia off mic with uh, Lushki. Why, why are we drinking things people are offering us right now? Because uh, we trust them? Yeah. These are good people. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it just all feels like a big setup. No. <laughs> They're out here fighting in the Ogi. You're Come far on. too paranoid. <laughs> I'm feeling very paranoid. Like, just, I don't know. Maybe you said some scary things recently, okay? So, yeah. So, Mia, Lushki's camp is is pretty close to, to those those people that uh, falls and try to help with, with the device, right? Mm-hmm. And... Lushki says, "The your, your news hits me hits me very very hard. I I stayed and studied with with your parents, uh, and I met your brother uh, Bron. Uh, we grew very close for the time that I spent there, training under them. Honestly, it was almost enough to get me to convert to Thor. Oh wow, interesting. Um, Bron is back at the base camp with the paladins." Oh, he is. He, yeah, he is actually. Long story. Um, one of the crime lords in Drukal had bounties on our heads. I don't really know that we know why, but anyway, he was in a dungeon. We rescued him. It's he's doing much better now. It's been a rough year for my family. I, I, yeah. I know what it's like to, to have your home taken by these creatures. I'm originally from Altenshik. Oh, okay. I, I, I can't go back there now. It's completely fallen to Niyogi control. I, re- I returned there from Barrack to find it. It was overtaken. Thankfully, Clash and, and the people here, they found me and, and, and took me in. We've been fighting ever since. Interesting. Alt- Alton Chick's where I met Horik. Um, I was there for several months, four months, tracking down Yogi, and I just, there was no, no incidents, nothing to be found, no new information. So I went back to Zexa, and then I went again to, to Alton Chick again. It's, anyways, I traveled trying to get more information on these Yogi for so long, and I, there was nothing to be found. It's, quite incredible how they've grown in number. They're certainly adept at, at staying hidden. It seems that suddenly they're just everywhere. Lushki, I, I spent like six months in Altenchik. How did we not run into each other? It's it's very strange. I mean, it feels like we've just been missing each other by days. How did you come to be with your companion, your traveling companions? Well... It all started with a kraken. Um, 
I was in Pisces, and there was a, a, a large storm and a kraken attacking the town. I, I met Shakara there. Um, I guess Shakara was with Shaft and Falzerin at the time, so... I don't know, we've been together ever since, and... We've been distracted along the way. I haven't quite been able to focus on the Niyogi, but that, it's our main priority now. So, so you trust all of them, then? Oh yeah, definitely. Do you, do you trust the people at this camp? Do you think Clash is going to give up the breastplate? I mean, I, I have never seen him without it. He, he is always wearing it. I think he even sleeps in it. But uh, I think he'll. I believe he'll do what's right. It's pretty bad down there. There's, there's a lot going on. But it, I mean, at least we have the paladins, and I don't know. I don't know who to trust anymore. I just, I'm just trying to do what's right. Well, I hope that we can trust each other, and if it helps, I, w I, I'm with, I'm on your side when it comes to the breastplates. It, it, it needs to. Clash can't keep it. He, he really can't. It's, it's vital that Samuel wears the whole set, and again. What he'll do if we're successful with that set, I mean, I hope he doesn't take over Aspara or, you know, hope he's not evil or something, right? But, like, we're not going to be Aspara without him having the full set of armor. Like, it's not its not happening. You've seen the numbers. I can only estimate it, that the Nuyogi are thousands upon thousands. Well, I mean, the the population of Alton alone is is nearly six thousand people. If everybody in the city is theirs, one city—that's that's that's a lot. Did anyone else escape the city? Like, they're all under control. Clash found as many survivors as as he could. Many of us with him are from Alton I don't know if more fled elsewhere to other cities. I hope so. Like, surely children aren't- they're not controlling children, and, and the elderly, are they? There's always some job that they seem to have for any able-bodied person they, they'll, they take. It's weird to say, but I'm glad Braun was in Hannah's dungeon, because I- Without him, I'd, I have no idea if I have any other family left, and- I mean, to control my parents, you know the magic they possess. Like, this is incredible. Like, I can't even... I just... I... Again, like I said, I've, I've been obsessed with this. It's all coming down to this. We need to get Samuel that armor, and I need you to help end this this fight, save these orcs, and get down there as fast as we can. I know Clash is passionate, but I've seen the impact that we ha we've had the, the few months I've been with them, and it seems insignificant. That's what I mean. It's just going to be a small fight. 30 orcs now, 30 orcs later, 10 here, 10 there. I mean, we need to get down there. We need, we absolutely need this armor. It will change the tide. It will bolster our efforts. It will make the difference. The only difference we can make in the chance we have. If it comes to it, and a fight is unavoidable with Clash, I will be with you. I appreciate it, Lushki. It's, it's not something I enjoy thinking about, but I'm not going to lie. It might have to be forcefully taken. 
let's hope it doesn't come to that. Yes, do you do you hear that going on outside? What is happening? I thought the fight was three miles away. <sighs> That's Ulfa. She can get very loud. Is Ulfa trustworthy? Would she help us if need be? I'm quite close with Ulfa, but to be honest, Ulfa goes where the most fighting is. Sounds like it. If that's going to be with the paladins, then Ulfa will be with us. Okay, yeah, we have many friends, many contacts, and, you know, like a war chest at our disposal down there. I think you'll be very impressed. The paladins are a great number and, and in wealth. I'm, I, I look forward to, to making a difference with you. Like I say, I, I, I have a great fondness for your family. And I'm glad to have finally met you. Your, your, your parents speak very highly of you. Well, <laughs> I think that they wished I took more of your route and focused on healing. But, you know, I just, and I look at my hammer, I just, I just love fighting. We each have to seek our own calling. I think you've made the right choice. Yeah, well... If, if we have to call on Thor, we'll call on Thor. We'll call on Am... Am... How do you say your god's name? A monitor. A monitor. If we have to call on a monitor, I, I will worship and call on whoever I need to. Like, these Niyogi are evil. Well, a, a monitor is, is harsh, but a, a fair deity. And they demand that order is brought to this world. I'm just trying to help that happen. Exactly. Let's... Let's go break up this fight. We wasting precious energy and resources. This is ridiculous. I'm glad we had this chance to connect. Same. And yeah, she kind of finishes, you know, tying up the bedroll, attaching it to her pack, and you can rejoin uh, the others. Shaft and Falzern, you've been left alone with with Clash and Hork again, as the two of them are, are kind of uh, rolling up uh, bedrolls and kind of pulling up stakes, uh, kind of thing. As, as they're working, kind of Clash, you know, nods ahead to, to Falzern. That device you have, it can be used against the Nogi. Well, you know, I hadn't thought of that, Clash. That's a that's an interesting thought. Um, functionally, from, from what I understand, it, it sort of disables any magic that is within... The cone, I don't know if you could kind of see that sort of a gray area that it emits. I'm, I'm not completely certain that what the Niyogi are doing when they control the minds of their captives is is magic that this would work against. Yeah, but they do jump around a lot. Like, they they teleport, they, they move. There's other things that they, they have some kind of magical ability. Yeah, it would prevent spells from being cast. I, I guess what I'm saying is I'm not certain that it would interfere with their psychic abilities. I, I don't the problem know. is it's also going to stop Falzern from being able to cast any kind of spells, too. Or anybody else. Right, right. Yes, it, it disables any magic within the field that it emits. Even the breastplate. Is he going to taps and knuckles to his chest? Well, I, I don't fully understand uh, exactly how the breastplate works, but my guess would be yes. I mean, if you shine it on him, do you feel different when you're wearing the breastplate? I feel strong and capable. My strike knows no limit with this breastplate. Mm. 
Yes, uh, Clash, uh, uh, my guess would be that it would either temporarily or, or perhaps permanently undo whatever magic is causing the breastplate to give its wearer the strength. What is stopping Nyogi forces for using something similar against Coltus? Well, that, that's a good point. I, I think it's very, very difficult to come across an item such as this. Uh, I've personally never seen one before in all of the years that I've studied the arcane arts. You know, Fulzern, it's not a bad idea to find out if that would, uh, you know, counteract what the chest plate and maybe all the other armor would be doing if it was to come in handy for some reason. What do you think, what do you think Falzerin would think, Leland, based on his, he obviously knows more about magic than I do. How about you, okay, roll me, um, yeah, roll me an arcana check with, with advantage. Uh, as again, you, you've, you've spent some time kind of looking over this device and getting familiar with the device and its effects. Uh, 18. Dedicating the, the, the processing power to, to, to kind of think about this and mull this over in, in this moment. You do recall a very uh, short and almost like an offhand like passage in, in, in this, this tome that, you know, one of many tomes that you've, you've breezed through in, in, on Heraklion about anti-magic fields. Like you were immediately able to recognize what this device was putting out as an anti-magic field because of your, your readings. But this one little passage basically noted that while it disables and, and not disables, suppresses, though, that's the important thing, remember, it suppresses, so it's not dispelling anything, but suppresses magical effects and magical items, there are arcane artifacts that exist uh, in the world and have existed and, you know, still do exist that are powerful enough to overcome an anti-magic field. So certain items of, of, of legendary prestige, right, and legendary power are just too too powerful to be suppressed by any type of anti-magic. Well, you, you know, Chef, it's, it's a good thought. I hadn't really thought about it myself, but I, I think most, most things would be suppressed or, or disabled, however you want to think of it, by this the effects this this anti-magic field but i have read of some rare but extremely powerful sort of sort of artifacts or items that could be powerful enough to overcome the effects of this anti-magic field well, let's test it i mean clash is here right now i mean this is a great opportunity to find out how it'll work potentially later I, I, I suppose we could. I, I think it, there, there's probably not any harm. Clash, what do you think? Should we test it out? Let's do it. Turn it on. Okay. So, Clash, uh, I'm going to shine shine this device at you, and, and I think you should sort of... Whatever effect you feel from the armor should go away or, or be suppressed to some extent. You let me know if you feel anything. So I'll pull out the um, anti-magic uh, device and rotate it so that it creates a beam pointing at Clash and shine it on the breastplate. He kind of stands there, letting this, this gray light kind of wash over him for a second. 
looks down at, at his hands, at, at, at the breastplate itself. And that, that like, pristine kind of gleam of the breastplate does not go away uh, under the effects of, of the your device. Clash kind of just walks over to one of these saplings in the ground. And I would say this probably has a, a, a trunk uh, about 9 or 10 inches uh, in, in diameter. He just kind of palms it with one of his medium orc hands and just almost effortlessly just rips it out of the ground and kind of just discards it. I feel no different. My goodness. The, the strength. That is incredible, Clash. Well, that's uh, fortunate and unfortunate at the same time. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I think it would have been nice to have for us to have some ability to to weaken this armor should we ever need to in the future but yeah there goes our leverage yes it was a good thought shaft okay well well uh, thank you clash i i appreciate you you cooperating and letting us test this out now this means you can suppress the yogi and i can still cut them to pieces well we can certainly we can certainly uh, hinder their ability to cast spells, uh, but again, I'm not sure I totally understand their ability to control minds, or if that is a, a type of spell that this would work on. But it would, it would, it would weaken them definitely uh, uh, to a certain extent for them to not be able to cast magical spells. Everything helps. Yes, yes, I agree. And uh, Clash will go back to set, uh, pulling up camp. Yeah, I'll go over and pull Horik aside. Hey, buddy, when this is all done, I need your help. Hey, we should do anything for your favorite I know you would, but Nina's in trouble. She's, uh, I can't go into the, the whole detail, but basically her essence is in a, a container that needs to be put back in her body. I know this sounds crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I gave that to Kepley, and he's he's going to help out as best he can. But when, when we get this armor thing squared away, you and I, we got to go help her. Hey, getting your girl back Do I say? Hey, Mr. Shadler, I said she's a pretty every day. How'd you get it done? Yeah, I mean, I knew you had my back. And, you know... I hate to pull you away from everything that's going on here, but you know, we're we're sort of family. Hey, baby, me I sort of reach up and slap him on the shoulder and say, "All right, let's get this done." He gives you a slap back, something he's done many times. You know, when you're growing up, give you that friendly pat a little too hard for some of your size, but <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shortly thereafter. Mia and Lushki uh, will rejoin you. And uh, so we'll go with just Shakara now. Shakara, uh, Ofa, uh, the two of you kind of walk away uh, to, to her camp, but she, you know, very a few sh- steps away, like the, the fog kind of encloses, uh, you know, around you, this still permeating here, uh, kind of in this, where the where the frozen lake is, it's like this, this kind of valley, right? So like the fog just seems to like, Settle almost at its thickest down here. Hell of a fight! Where'd you learn to wield that sword? 
I have been training since I was young. I've been fighting all my life, too. In the mountains. You come from the mountains? Uh, what does she look like when she took her helmet off? She hasn't taken her helmet off. Oh, she hasn't. You come from the mountains? Born and raised. Is it always this foggy? It is here by the lake. Uh, I don't... I don't particularly like it here. Uh, higher up, higher up. Mind you, it's been a while since I've, I've walked the peaks. Found myself uh, in Drukal, bit of a youngin. Fought my way in the pits, where I learned to fight. You are most impressive with that weapon. I look forward to fighting next to you, side by side. Ofa and Shakara. Yes, we could do some damage. Oh, I can't wait to unleash a smite into these Elys. Have you fought many? Hundreds. You? Several. I have not been in the mountains much. <laughs> Lucky for you, they're everywhere. Pick up a rock. Yes, yes. You'll find them under there. Look at a cave, you'll find they them under there. Walk into a building in a city, you'll find them there. Yes. How'd you uh, get hooked up with uh, your companions there? Shaft and Falzrin, I ran into outside of Pisces. I was helping my friend Campbell find ingredients, and they were trying to get away from the infinite storm. We banded together over a common cause. There had been another named Bryn. We lost her in the tunnels under the lake. We eventually ran into Mia and joined causes with her and have been traveling together ever since. I've lost lots as well. Too many people. Too many to count. Way higher than I can count. It is difficult to get attached to people. Mm. You don't trust easily then? Not anymore. No. So it's safe to say you don't trust those you're with? Why do you ask? Seems like a sensible question. Do you trust those that you are with? Never. Then why are you with them? Where the, I go where the fight goes. You must trust them to some extent. I suppose in the heat of combat you have to rely on those around you, yes? At one point in time, I would have said I trust my companions with my life. I am not so sure now. Things have changed. I have changed. Do you think you could trust me? I like the way you fight. That's something. In fact, it's usually everything to me. Is that all you do? Fight? My drink? Nothing wrong with that. Is that all you do? Lately, it certainly seems that way. It's not difficult to find one, is it? Definitely not. We seem to have gone from one fight to another. Isn't that just life? Little more dire consequences lately. More dire than life and death? Yes. I suppose the Neogi are a pretty significant threat. They are not the only one. I definitely know that. Uh, look, I, like I said, I enjoy the fight. I, I you know, I, I give Clash props for what he's doing here with his people, but they're not making a dent. They're, there's, they're not doing much. That is why we hope to give the armor to Samuel Coltus. He says, with all of the pieces of armor, 
but she is only missing the chest plate and the gauntlets that we possess. He will be able to stop the Neogi. Do you think that trust could go both ways between the two of us? Potentially. What does it take to earn your trust? I'm not entirely sure, to be honest. I believe... time. And you can show yourself. You can prove to me that you deserve it. But you know, by the sounds of uh, the way you're talking, it doesn't seem like we have much time. Like nobody does. Things have been quite rushed recently. Hmm. Look, uh, in the interest of trust, I didn't just want to have a drink with you. Uh, I need you to meet somebody. Who? I, an associate of mine. Uh, and I think by extension, you'll find that he's an associate of yours. Where is he? Yeah, as the two of you have been, you know, you're walking and talking, like, the the, the passing, the, those sa- those little saplings, right, the, their trunks begin to grow grow a little thicker, and they've kind of grown closer together. You're, you're now walking up a bit of an incline. Clear that you're, you're getting further and further away from, from, from camp. And Ulfa, you know, stops as she's, she's saying that she needs to introduce you to somebody. Two, two figures uh, kind of emerge from, from the fog. A middle-aged human. He's got white scars that kind of mark his face, uh, like on both cheeks. Just kind of random, you know, one to three inch scars, uh, about a half dozen of them. Kind of juxtaposed by, the, by, by like chiseled features, though. They, they capture kind of this youthfulness, despite his, his middling age. Walking about a, a step or two behind him is uh, an elven man. He's got shoulder-length silver hair, the, the covering just the right half of his head. The left is this canvas of mottled scar tissue from severe burns. They continue down the side of his face, like all like the left side of his scalp down the side of his face and neck, and kind of disappear underneath the collar of of his black robes that he wears, and and like uh, that matches what Harry has left. The lining, he's got like silver thread lining these robes, giving it kind of this accent. As soon as I see them, I am going to take a step back and put my hand on my hilt of my sword. Uh, the human will kind of raise his hands. He does have a longbow on his back and a rapier at his side. Pleased to meet you there, Shakara. Name's Killian Van Gorian. Killian? This here's Delmark. I've heard that name before. I don't doubt Shaft would have mentioned me. What is it that you want? Well, you see, uh, I want the armor. Isabella wants the armor. Why does Isabella want the armor? I don't ask those types of questions of my employers. We've been working a long time to get these pieces. When was the last time you spoke with Isabella? I haven't seen her in months. Things have changed. Not the way I see it. The deal I know of is the armor goes to Coltis, and Coltis gives us the eyes. And what I've seen is the eyes are currently in use. Does it mean they'll stay that way? I'll be seeing to that. He does not yet have the armor. Well, I see you've got two pieces yourself. One, mostly. Isabella needs these back on the island. In addition to the eyes. What about the Neogi? What about them? Coltus cannot stop the Neogi without the armor. 
Well, maybe Isabella can. Not without all of the armor. And he has some pieces already. We're gonna have to get those pieces. Or get Samuel to the island with them himself. Isabella didn't specify. That might be possible. Either or. Shaft cannot know that you are here. <laughs> I wouldn't tell him uh, I agree with that. I imagine he wants me dead. A little bit. Nobody should know I'm here. I am agreed on that. Hell of a job getting those pieces, by the way. We put in a lot of legwork to get where we are. You come swooping in ahead of us. You have been searching for the pieces all along. Well, call us Isabella's plan B. In case dealings with Samuel went a little sideways. There is much planning to be done on how to get the pieces of the armor where they need to be. Well, you've been successful getting Clash to give up his piece. There's been a little wrinkle with that. We must go defeat some Yogi nearby first. Well, short of brawling it out with Clash himself, not sure we can get around that. Agreed. Once these Ninyogi are defeated, we take Clash to Samuel, or the Breastplate, preferably. I'll have to see what I can do about either getting Samuel or the armor pieces that he currently has to the island. Well, it seems to me that taking the gauntlets and the chestplate back to Heraklion could spur Samuel needing to make an appearance there. How would we explain the loss to Cultus without losing our lives ourselves? Well, no one needs to lose their life. Though you are traveling with a few folks I'd consider to be expendable. They have proven themselves so. Well, that chef sure is, uh, capable. He's handy with his swords. Well, I did teach him everything he knows. He's rather full of himself, too. <laughs> to teach him that. When you're as capable as I am, I guess it rubs off on people. I see. I've heard you're capable yourself. I can do what needs to be done. Good. Had a feeling this would go our way. I'm sure you did. And Telmark is kind of like this the whole time behind Killian. He 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 looks fidgety, right? Like um, he kind of like intermittently like swats the air, like on either of his shoulders, almost absent-mindedly. And you kind of see him like like look to to his right shoulder periodically, and as if he's like whispering something. What is wrong with him? Well, that's a longer conversation than we have time for. I knew she'd ask. I knew she'd ask you that. I knew it. I knew it. I saw it. I told you. I told you. I told you. Shh, shh. I'll just give him a weird look. I will look to Olfa. Are you with Isabella as well? I'm with Killian, so he's with Isabella. So yes, yeah. Like I said, I, I go where the fight is. Uh, I find. Staying close to Killian, that's... <laughs> fight usually breaks up. Are you members of the family? 
Oh, you mean that uh, the whole Dendar thing? Yes. No, 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 no. Never been asked, uh, to be honest, but I don't think it's for me. And I'll look to Killian. I don't pay much mind to the gods and theirs. It may behoove you to pay a little attention. Well, we sure are making a big deal over our eyes, that's for sure. They are quite powerful. So is the armor. Dendar Hull is more so. Well, maybe Isabella can put in a good word. Mayhaps she could. You see, uh, Telmark, he kind of takes a hesitant step forward. Almost lined up with Kill uh, Killian, but clearly, like, not coming up to... Almost like not coming up to be on his same level, but still being behind him a little bit. How did, how did it feel? What did it feel like when you killed her? What, what did it feel like? I saw it. Killed who? Hannah. What, what did it feel like? I did not kill her. I, I was I was there. I, I saw it. I struck her down, but I did not make the final blow. Oh, yeah, yeah I, get, I get confused. I just get confused. I get confused sometimes. You have problems with Hannah? No, I don't have any problems. Uh, I saw I saw her death. I saw I saw a bunch of different ways. Not not everything comes true. O only a few things. Only a few things. Have you seen anything about me? Oh, yeah, yeah. lots, lots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what? Lots of things. I, I don't like to think about lots of things. Have you seen my death? Uh, I've seen lots of deaths. Lots of deaths. But mine. Yours, mine, Killian's, Ulfa's, everybody's. Uh, lots of times, lots of times. And you don't want to speak on it? Uh, I, the more, I can't concentrate, I can't concentrate on it. The more and more I think, uh, the more it hurts, the more it hurts. I tried to stop things once, I, I tried to stop things, I, I tried. I tried, I tried to save you, stop it, stop it. Look, uh, I wouldn't put much stock in, uh... Telmark's ramblers. Now, he's useful. He's got lots of useful information. But you kind of got to filter through what he sees. He's... He divines things. People like that could be quite useful to have around. Well, how do you think we got this far? That's part of it. What is your plan now? Well, you've put a bit of a wrench into it. You got to the amulet before us... I put in a lot of time working on Anna, figuring out where that thing was, getting in our good graces with the whole Bront thing. Ulfa put a lot of time here with Clash, keeping an eye on that piece. It's time for a new plan. Like I say, if you want it to look like a accident, Clash can meet his end. Maybe in uh, this fight that's upcoming. I care not for Clash. We could... Yes, that could work. We could get the breastplate away from him during the battle. I could make sure he is in place where you could grab it. And then you could take it to Isabella. How would we know where you are, though? I need a probable story for the others. Well, I'm always around, but Ulfa will take the plate from you. Still, how will we? How will I explain to the others where it is? How will I get Coltis to Heraklion? 
You let me worry about that. Cultists and I have a bit of a history. I have heard that also. He's not too fond of me. That is what I gathered. It does not seem like many people like you. I seem to get that a lot. Uh, for the life of me, couldn't tell you why. And he kind of smirks. Feels like a you problem. <laughs> well, now it's an us problem. Out of necessity. Well, that's where the best relationships are formed out of. And he'll put his hand out for a, like a shake. I'll look at him for a second. And I'll shake his hand. I right, like the, the forearm grab, right? Yeah. Now, who's got the gauntlets? Shaft. Of course he does. We'll have to get them away from him. If I'm going back to Isabella, I'm going back with at least two pieces. Is not the breastplate enough? Isabella says the whole set. I would feel better if we had something to give to Cultus. Although two pieces would be a bigger draw to get him to grow Heraklion. I agree. I wouldn't go back empty-handed. If we pull off getting this chest plate and the gauntlets from Shaft, well, you just come with us back to the Isle. No need to go to the Paladins. We shall see how that works out. I don't like uncertainty. The entire world is uncertainty. It is if you choose to leave it that way. So many things could change. I cannot promise you anything at this point other than I will try to get the breastplate to you. Look, I'm telling you, this conversation we're having here, it's a courtesy. This is a courtesy I'm extending to you. Oh, is it? That's right. Do you know who I am? I've been informed. Then I think it is a courtesy from me to you to tell you I will try. Well, that's a great courteous start to this partnership. I do not trust you. And I'll look to Ulfa. I do not know if I trust you. But here we are. We are all working towards what Isabella wants best to work together. I do not believe you need to threaten me. I don't threaten anyone. I simply tell them the way things are going to be. You ask Shaft about how that goes. I get what I'm after in the end. Every time. Eventually you will be disappointed. Eventually, when it comes, we'll deal with it then. But it's not today. The battle, then. You will be there, watching. I'll be close. You will get the chest plate. You hand it off to Ulfa. And we will go from there. Agreed. I'll nod to him, turn around, and walk away. All right. Uh, Ulfa will, a few steps behind you, will we'll, we'll trail and keep up with you, and you kind of leave Killian and Telmark behind. How long have you known him? I've, I've known him... Uh, Long time, long time. He, he found me in the pits. He knows what he's doing. You are loyal to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the trust thing. Uh, I have it for him. Good to know. Look, uh, I didn't want to miss you, but I had to get you away from the, the little guy. I understand. Shaft would not 
appreciate knowing the Killian is here. We're involved in any way. Yeah, yeah, I've, uh, I've heard what went down between them. I've heard some. Shaft is very secretive. Yeah, well, uh, apparently he gets up from Killian. It's not the only thing. Shaft is a worthy foe. Very skilled. Falzerin, for all that he appears bumbling, is a worthy foe. As is Mia. Well, uh, the, I mean, the plan's not to fight them all. Like, I, I like a fight. You gotta avoid a losing fight if you can. Yes, we must avoid fighting them. At all costs. They will not be easy to deceive. Either. I mean, we need those gauntlets. Chestplate seems easy. Once you get the chestplate, you must be gone. Yeah, I, I can do that. I can do that. If they see you take it, they will go after you. Okay. I mean, I, I'll lose them. I mean, I, I, I'm big, but I, I'm fast. I'm fast. Shaft is quite a tracker. Do you know any tricks? You have any skills, any spells? What, uh, tricks? You mean like, like juggling? I can do that. Yes, like juggling. That'll be very helpful in, in helping you escape through the mountains that Shaft is very familiar with. Look, I don't know. I've been in these mountains for a while, too, okay? I've fought all over the place. I am just telling you, hide what you are doing. Do not let them see you take the breastplate. Do not let them see you leave. All right, all right. I, I got it. I got it. I can handle it. I will help you cause confusion and hopefully have them look other ways so they don't see you. Perfect. I knew. I knew it. We'd be a good team. Ulfa and Shakara. Yes. She'll give you a bit of a slap on the back. Yes. This should be interesting. And that's our show. For more Aspar information, visit encouragableparty.com, where you can find all of our social media links, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, as well as our Patreon. Our patrons get exclusive content like blooper reels and patron-only mini-campaigns. Our theme music was created by Josh Jarvis. For any of your musical needs, you can contact him at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. All the rest of our sounds and music throughout our plays provided by tabletopaudio.com. And of course, our show sponsor, Critical Hit Design. For your design needs, visit criticalhitdesign.com. Happy adventuring. General Stellis opens the flap of the newly established command tent. A frigid wind sends it whipping against Stellis's leg as he seals it back up to block the inclement weather. Samuel Coltus waits for him stooped over a table, examining a map of Aspara. The amulet of Kalar and the cipher lay on the table next to it. Stellus! Are the retrieval teams in position? The general nods in affirmation. They are waiting for the direction. Whichever team is closest will be mobile within minutes of giving the command. Good. Take your leave. Prepare for advancement into the tunnels. Stellus gives another quick nod and exits the tent, allowing the outside winds to penetrate the relative warmth of the tent once more. The edges of the map fluttering and curling against the stones that hold each corner in place. Opening the cipher and collecting the amulet, Samuel begins to activate the symbols etched into its perfect gold sides.